Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello, passionate listeners and watchers. Welcome to Passion Harvest. I am Louisa, your host. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you are in the world. Our guest today is Samuel Chong. Alien abduction, life-changing encounters and the meaning of life. The Theuba Prophecy is a book written by Michael Desmarquet where he describes how he was abducted by very kind and attractive eight-foot humanoid aliens and taken to their advanced planet. He also describes the meaning of the Easter Island statue, Jesus Christ, parallel universes, spiritual evolution, the Bermuda Triangle and time travel. Samuel Chong had a life-changing encounter when he read the book. He met the author, which resulted in a close working relationship that eventually led to the Chinese publication. This is his story and this is his passion. Samuel, welcome to Passion Harvest. I'm glad to be here. Um, it's such a fascinating book and incredibly interesting. I know you had a life-changing encounter in part when you read that book. Do you mind just briefly sharing that with the audience, what you yes. experienced? Yes, my life actually changed because of the book. Um, let me tell something about the, the history. I was very curious about what I was going to be doing in my life. So I went to several psychics. Uh, especially two psychics in the United States. And they all tell me that I would be working for a book, a book of significance. At that time, I haven't really had a chance. Um, I really hadn't um, thought about having a book to be my life mission. And um, it was very interesting because at that time, I didn't really think of any book of significance, uh, not even the Bible, because I really didn't believe in the Bible. So I thought, I was questioning them, what kind of book would that be, a book of significance? A book of significance, uh, according to the psychics? That was a very curious question to me. So um, accidentally, in about 2014, I accidentally found a book on Amazon. Um, at that time, the title was Abduction to the Ninth Planet. I was uh, intentionally looking for information from extraterrestrials because I was thinking if we want to advance much faster, we can get helpful information from ETs that have uh, advanced civilization. So I searched on Amazon, I found that book, I borrowed it from the library, being a frugal person myself, and <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't put it down after reading it, especially uh, the chapter on who is Christ, uh, because it made total sense to me. It connects all the dots of the stories in the Bible. So I decided to pay a visit to the author because uh, in the postscript of the book, it mentions that uh, there are more incredible things that the author was not allowed to write in the book. So that caused me a lot of curiosity. I, I, I was thinking this book is 
incredible enough. <laughs> and what's more incredible about it, that the author wasn't allowed to write in a book. So I visited uh, Vietnam from Los Angeles, which was a large investment for me. And uh, the second time, I mean, I really, I didn't know where the author was living at that time. I just know the city. I, I knew the city, but not the exact address. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I tried and located him. And then um, and there I was. Uh, and then now I'm on a mission to spread the messages in the book because, because I think it's important for people to know what life is about. Well, thank you for sharing that that brief background just for the audience that don't know the the author Michael has passed or transitioned from this physical incarnation. So for those that don't haven't read the book, what is it and what's it about? So it's about uh, Michelle Demarquet, the author's personal experience of being taken by this uh, group of beautiful ETs to their planet for nine days and then came back. So he was informed about a lot of things that I was uh, curious about. For example, who built the Great Pyramid and for, for what purposes? What happened uh, in the Bermuda Triangle? And what about the stories in the Bible? And what about the, the meaning of life? Uh, is it really in reincarnation? Or is it really like life after death? So a lot of questions are answered in this book. And especially it um, uh, talks about the, the meaning of life, which is uh, very, very significant. It matches a lot of the uh, other stories uh, or researches done by medical doctors or psychologists in the, in the U.S. saying that there is a life reveal process after the passing of a person. And then um, there is also reincarnation as well. Um, and um, also when one encounters life challenges, one really should look inside of uh, him or herself and not to follow a specific uh, or organized religion. Thank you. So uh, Michael was abducted by aliens. Where was he and how did this take place? He didn't know that would happen. I mean, just one night in the middle of the night, uh, he woke up and then he just uh, didn't know why. He wrote a note to his wife, I would be gone for 10 days and there's absolutely no need to worry about me. And then he walked out, outside of his house and then he was lifted up. Um, first, uh, they took him to a parallel universe just to prevent people from seeing him. And then he was taken onto their spaceship. And then he visited um, another planet before reaching their planet, uh, which is uh, called uh, Theoba. Hence the name of the book. And they were friendly uh, extraterrestrials. And they sh apparently showed him all these incredible universal truths that everyone searches for. Yes, um, they're incredibly beautiful and very nice and loving people. Uh, he felt a lot of love from them, uh, unconditional love. And also uh, he was told or informed a lot of um, interesting facts about uh, ancient histories and also uh, different um, uh, events that happened in, in our past. Um, and uh, specifically, he they also took him to his previous lives. So he saw his past lives and actually experienced them. How incredible. Why, I've got some questions about the book. What, how does he detail Jesus Christ? Well, according to uh, Theob the Theobans, um, Jesus, the one who 
can perform miracles. And um, uh, there's actually someone sent by them. But there is actually another Jesus who was born out of Virgin Mary. And, she, and he was a very smart and, and spiritual person, but he couldn't perform miracles. And the Jesus born from Virgin Mary actually went to India. And then uh, after going through China, he died in Japan. So there's a tomb of Jesus Christ in Shingo village, Japan. So that's the Jesus um, who couldn't perform miracles. The, the Jesus Christ who could perform miracles was actually uh, an ET uh, from, from Theoba. Uh, they actually uh, made a body of Jesus, um, which looked like uh, the Jesus who died in Japan. And, and then they um, went into the body and then uh, because they didn't, um, they, remember, they they know everything, they know how to, uh, they have the knowledge of performing miracles. So they were able to show the people that uh, he was actually um, someone very special and he could uh, preach the messages to the people. The main messages that uh, uh, Christ was trying to preach was uh, spirituality and love. Um, he resurrected three days after being um, put to death on the cross just to show people that there is life after death and there is reincarnation. Very interesting. And what did the Theobans say about uh, alien contact? Are they in contact with humans all the time? They have been in contact with us in the ancient past. For example, they helped um, a group of people in Africa uh, because at that time, a lot of uh, the organized religions were trying to lead the people to a moral decay. And uh, so they um, contacted them and sent uh, a dream to one of the leading, uh, the, the head priest uh, of that uh, group of people. Um, they also sh helped us uh, to grow spiritually by destroying the two cities recorded in the Bible, the city of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah because according to them, the cities were actually, the people in the two cities were setting a very bad example to the people who were in contact with them. I researched more about the people in the two cities. It was not about the Sodom, it was about the, how the people in the two cities treated um, the people who were nice to others, who were trying to help others. They really punished the people who were trying to help the poor. So it's like, um, right now think about that. The, the, the people in the two cities were setting a very bad example in the sense that they're like a cancer cell. They're trying to, um, to bring people who were in contact with them to a moral decay. So that's why uh, this group of ETs, uh, they decided to destroy the two cities. So they also led Moses out of Egypt. Um, and uh, that's, that was recorded in the Old Testament in the Bible. Uh, and also Jesus as well. They, they, they sent uh, Jesus to us uh, and to show us the way. They also intervened during World War II, uh, helping the U.S. to be uh, to develop the atomic bomb, bomb much faster than Germany because uh, Germany, according to them, was uh, developing atomic bomb as well. And um, they, they thought that... Uh, by helping the U.S., uh, the number of deaths would uh, have been reduced would be reduced uh, by, by about two thirds or so. So, um, so 
they they actually sided with the U.S. because they think that, that the the U.S. government was trying to help people was more sincere uh, than than the other um, countries. Uh, so they've been really helping us uh, throughout history. Is uh, it really matches a lot of uh, historical records? Interesting. So the from from the from the account, Michael's account, are the Theobans in some sense watching us all the time and supporting us? Yes, they, they have been guiding us, supporting us in a very indirect way most of the times because uh, they believe that it's never helpful to serve the meal on a plate. It's like parents, like trying to help um, the children to learn mathematical problems. They don't just give all the answers directly. They help them to understand the concepts, how to solve the problems. So this, you see, like similarly, they're trying to teach us the uh, meaning of life, what we should uh, do about uh, in our lives and how to uh, live a good life and, and to gain uh, spiritual lessons and to, to really take the most advantages out of our physical life. You probably just answered it, but what is the meaning of life according to the book? According to the book, the uh, meaning of life is actually to uh, it's actually a, a very valuable lesson. Uh, it's a learning experience. The purpose of life is to grow spiritually. So uh, we uh, have been focusing too much on the material aspect of life, most of the people. And, um, and people have been paying less attention to the spiritual aspects. But when a person dies, he or she wouldn't be able to take any material things with him or her. Um, like Napoleon, he conquered the entire, almost the entire Europe. But uh, when he died, he uh, couldn't bring anything with him. Mm. Um, so we gain the purpose to, to um, through our physical body, we gain spiritual lessons. And then after we pass away, there's a life reveal process. So we are able to reveal what we did in our entire life. And we could feel um, how everyone else felt when we acted in a certain way, whether good or bad. And then we evaluate how we did ourselves. Uh, we we actually, there's no one else who would uh, judge us but ourselves. And after that process, I mean, I, I'm thinking in human terms of time and linear, it's not linear. What what happens? Are we then reincarnated again? And then we decide whether to take another life or not. We have a or choice. We have a choice whether to take another like we, we actually have a preview process as well. So we preview what's going to happen in our next life, and then we decide whether to take that or not. So this is like a, um, signing a contract. We have the choice of uh, uh, taking it or not. And why, many people ask this question, why did we forget? Some say it's the veils put upon us. Why did we forget that we are spirit? According to this book, uh, we do forget when we, we, we when we reincarnate because everyone has to pass the river of oblivion. If we knew what's going to happen in our life, for example, uh, at the age of 45, I would be crippled. Then it would be very, very difficult for me to, um, to really take that lesson well and to continue the life, I would be discouraged. Oh, I knew that I would be crippled. Then, then what's 
what's the use of continuing this life? I would be strongly discouraged. So, so that's that's the explanation given in the book. Um, and that's actually the other reason. That's the reason that the Jesus born from Virgin Mary couldn't perform miracles because although he was very spiritual, highly evolved, he when he reincarnated into the uh, womb of uh, Virgin Mary, he forgot everything. He forgot how he could perform all the miracles because he also went through uh, the river of oblivion, the river of forgetfulness. Um, and uh, because uh, uh, he he just, uh, it's, it's just a universal law. Everyone has to pass through that uh, forgetful river. Interesting. And according to the Theobians, I think you pronounced it. Yes. Uh, is there an end point after we reach some sort of spiritual evolution? Is there an ending or is it a continual everlasting cycle? Yes, there is. Uh, well, uh, according to them, there are nine different categories of planets in the universe. We are on category one and they're on category nine. And they're the highest level, so they have the role of being a guardian, a watcher to us, uh, guiding us to to the right path. And uh, when uh, there are seven um, powers, or like on their planet, which uh, are like um, senior people, the uh, the 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 wise people, and they mentioned that uh, when they pass the ninth level, they join or they rejoin the ether, which is uh, God who created the whole universe and all the planets and stars. So uh, they, on, on, on Theoba, the category nine planet, they are highly evolved uh, physically and spiritually as well, uh, in the sense that they look forever young at the age of 30. They don't age at all. They can live forever. And they're like in a constant happiness um, but according to the seven senior people, um, it's not uh, the ultimate uh, end uh, yet, because after the ninth planet, uh, they if they want to rejoin God or the ether, they could, and they would feel more pleasant, pleasantry or happiness uh, than living on the ninth category planet so it's more it's, it's the uh the higher level than the next planet is to rejoin god gosh it, it it's it's just incredibly interesting i mean this wealth of information and his experience i'll ask you some other questions i have to ask this one the bermuda triangle what is that <laughs> according to the theobians um according to them um ships and planes did disappear in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, that's a fact. What happened was that uh, they went through like a warp or like a portal into a parallel universe. Um, and they got sucked into that because they were near that portal or the warp. Um, in the parallel universe, time stops and no one feels the pain. Um, it's just the fact it's a very strange fact. People, like they say that it's really hard to understand, but this is uh, what really happening in the parallel universe. It makes me think about uh, uh, the missing 411 cases uh, documented by David Politis. There are many people each year that went missing in the U.S. national parks. 
and he documented a lot of uh, strange uh, cases in which people just vanish. And I think uh, that could be a reason or, or explanation for some of his cases in which the people, the hike, the people who were hiking on the hills or mountains got sucked into the parallel universe. Because when you think about it, the parallel universe, there are like uh, spheres floating around um, in certain uh, areas or space. And, and the people who went missing were frequently on a very high uh, altitude. Um, and uh, it matches a lot of the uh, descriptions in the book too, because um, according to David Pilatus, um, some of them really uh, like were, when, when, they when they found the corpse, they found that they were like uh, seriously injured, that they did a lot of strange things as if they didn't really feel the pain. Interesting. So um, according to you, a parallel universe is a, a sphere of, of timelessness in some way. Is that correct? That's correct. And the author actually went into the parallel universe. Yes, and, you mentioned and, that. Yeah. And he saw people uh, from the medieval times and also the savages, people who couldn't communicate in modern languages. Once one an individual is in a parallel universe, can they get out? If they uh, really knew how to get out, they could get out. But most of the people didn't know what happened. They they just, um, they didn't think about parallel. They have no knowledge, no information about the parallel universe. They, they Sometimes they get out accidentally. Um, David Pilatus in his books uh, documented uh, some of the people who reappeared after gone for a few days or, or a few weeks. And uh, most of them don't remember anything, uh, but uh, it's just about uh, knowledge. So if anyone that's listening to this may be sucked into a parallel universe, do you have any tips of how to get out? Well, if they have the knowledge of um, the fact that there are parallel universes, then they would uh, go back to their own uh, path. Like when they entered, they can just come like backtrack the path and then get out but be careful because the uh, parallel universe there are like spheres floating around floating around uh, in a space so they have to really be careful because when they exit the, the sphere they could be like in the middle of the air so they could really fall on on, on like fall on like 10 meters or 100 meters or something so they really have to be a little careful on, on that point interesting um, another question that I've always been fascinated by this, the Easter Island statues. Yes. How, how did the Theobians explain that? Um, those were actually built by the people on the continent of Lemuria. Lemuria was a continent that sunk into the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, 14,500 years ago. Uh, the the uh, people on the Maria actually came from another planet called Arimo X, and they had uh, very advanced technologies such as uh, anti-gravitational technologies, and they built these statues on Easter Island using anti-gravitational technologies and also ultrasonic vibrational systems to cut the stones, statues, in a precise manner. Um, so that's why they were able to lift the stones, move the stones around, and then cut them um, just um, in a way that we still cannot do using modern technologies. 
and they built the statues just to commemorate the people from uh, Theoba, because at that time, the people from Theoba were in contact with them, because um, um, the Lemurians had a very evolved civilization. They didn't have money in on that planet because on that uh, continent, uh, because uh, everyone just uh, uh, knew uh, that uh, not to take advantage of uh, anyone or someone else. They they had they have a market, and they just took what they wanted, uh, not overtaking uh, certain things, and and they just uh, knew how to how to live uh, in a more evolved manner than us because uh, they, they knew that spiritual aspect is the most important aspect in one's life, not the material aspect of life. Would that be similar? You mentioned earlier in the interview the, the pyramids in Egypt. What, do, what, what does the book say about that? Yes, uh, the Great Pyramid of Egypt was actually built by someone from Atlantis, another continent that sunk um, in ancient history. Um, and that person was named uh, Thoth, T-H-O-T-H. He was a learned man from Atlantis and he built a pyramid um, in about eight or nine years using the same technologies, um, the anti-gravitational technology and also uh, ultrasonic vibrational systems to cut the stones of the pyramid. And the pyramid was built actually for the purpose of uh, capturing uh, cosmic rays or cosmic energy, because uh, the pyramid is actually an energy center, not a tomb for the pharaohs. Even though the pharaohs in ancient Egypt used the pyramid in the right way um, to communicate with uh, people or ETs from other planets, they also used this pyramid or energy center to make rings because uh, with the uh, special alloy, they could concentrate in the, en the energy in a certain way that the uh, rain could uh, result um, at will. Um, so there are actually recent researches done by, um, by certain scientists indicating that the pyramid is actually an energy center. And also there are ways to make rain by concentrating a certain energy. So interesting. Gosh, this book has an incredible wealth of information. Um, I know the Theobans also talk about time travel. Do you mind discussing that? Yes, they only briefly mentioned it. Uh, the book, remember, it was written uh, in 1987. And uh, it mentioned that it's well known that the U.S. government um, had been trying to develop a time machine, and they failed. They had so, so far, like so far at that time, they had been they had not been successful because they focused too much on the uh, on the frequency, not the vibrations. So uh, they were actually trying to send a message to the U.S. government at that time uh, to develop a time machine. According to them, a time machine was actually uh, could be developed if they could match the uh, vibration of um, a cocoon. A cocoon is um, something that records everything that happens on the planet. It rotates the Earth seven times the speed of light. And if that vibration can be matched, then we could travel back in time. And actually, there are some people who, um, after practice, could access the uh, Akashic record 
to see what happened in the ancient past. And um, it's actually documented uh, in the book by James Churchward, who wrote about the continent of Lemuria. And there was a, a segment in that book that uh, writes about the author, uh, James Churchward, uh, visiting uh, a temple in India in which a monk took him to his previous lives. Is um, I found that to be interesting when different books that have no relationship with each other match the stories. Yes, I mean, gosh, it's it, it's it's fascinating. Um, the author himself, Michael Desmarquet, uh, he was he ever contacted by the Theobians again? According to him, uh, I met him twice. Uh, yes, they did uh, telepathically, uh, sending him messages. Uh, just one aspect about the people from Theobat, they could uh, perform all the miracles performed by Jesus Christ. They could levitate. They could materialize objects. They could uh, send telepathic messages. Uh, they can shape shift, uh, shift their shapes. And they can actually do a lot of, they can heal the uh, different diseases and they can foretell what's going to happen, but they can only tell the future uh, 100 years, <laughs> within 100 years of the future, not more than 100 years. I find that to be very interesting because the future is actually uh, undetermined. It really depends on our actions, uh, our conducts. Um, and yeah, so that's that's about them. They were they also told him uh, that uh, he could reveal two things not written in the book. One thing was about the gray aliens, and the other thing was about a sphinx uh, near the Great Pyramid of Egypt. Will you tell us? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. According to Michel de Marquet, he spoke about the gray aliens in a public lecture in 1995. He said that the ETs told them, the Theobans told him that uh, there were gray aliens, that's true. And uh, they did implant certain objects on people on Earth, uh, but not as many as some people believed. Only 150 people or so and there's absolutely no worry about that because uh, they have been monitoring the activities of the gray aliens just to make sure that they don't cause any harm or damage to us. The purpose of them implanting certain tracking devices is to monitor our activities to see how we respond to the decreasing or the um, uh, increasingly um, lack of immune system of our people on Earth, because according to them, since 1948, we had we had been in the process of losing our immune system. And they wanted to monitor us because they're also, they were also having the same problems. In that sense, uh, they were a dying species. They were also from category one planet in which a planet According to the uh, Theobans, it's a planet of sorrows. So um, they're on the same level as us. So there's nothing to, to really uh, envy about them. Um, on the subject of the Sphinx, uh, Michel de Marquet uh, or Michael de Marquet was informed that um, the, um, there are three chambers beneath the Sphinx. And 
they contain very valuable information in which if they're opened, then everything would be known uh, to the people on earth and all the knowledge would be released. But it's not the time yet because we have to sort our problems out. When we are ready, then we can, the learned person or the learned people can open the chambers beneath the Sphinx. Then at that time, uh, you'll be like the start of the age of enlightenment. Mm, so interesting. I have heard about the greys or the grey aliens, extraterrestrials as people describe them, that they're not necessarily a positive beings. Um, and it's interesting you called them the, the planet of sorrows because they're a category one planet. Are we considered a planet of sorrows as well? Uh, yes, uh, especially oh. when... <laughs> unfortunately, the the truth is uh, sometimes uh, hard to take. And uh, look at what's happening around the world. We have uh, increasingly um, like a lot of things happening around the world, the wars and also the pandemic. And it's really uh, actually indicated in the book. Uh, it listed the four things that we need to fix. One thing is uh, about money. So when you look at the wars uh, that um, has happened around the world, um, is it really just the politicians or is it something else or somewhere else? Is it uh, the military industrial complex? Uh, for what purpose? Is it for money and that who gains from the wars? Um, everything comes down to money when you really um, dive into it. Uh, and the uh, same thing happens with the uh, the pandemic. Pandemic uh, is it really something that? I mean, if you look at that, um, a lot of the uh, licensed medical doctors in the United States cannot voice their opinions out on certain subjects. Otherwise, they would be censored. If you really look into that, the alternative media and also some other platforms, you can find a lot of information. And the book, Theoba Prophecy, strongly suggests people to think independently and to research um, information that's not published or promoted by the mainstream media. We really need to look inside of ourselves at the same time, also need to think independently and to search for knowledge, search for information. This is uh, something that I've been doing and um, being a Chinese translator and court, certified court interpreter, I have the uh, advantage of uh, getting to know certain information that normally the English-speaking uh, population um, doesn't uh, have the opportunity to 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 read or to reach or to access. Um, I find that to be very interesting that uh, I'm I'm speaking out on certain subjects and encouraging people to to research uh, and to look into more the causes of the pandemic and what the governments have been trying to do. What were the other points that you mentioned of importance? Um, the other important fact is that um, in the book, it really tells the people that there are small groups of people trying to take advantage of the public um, or uh, the mass or the people. Uh, they're the financiers. And um, 
the book specifically mentioned that the hydrogen engine was invented long time ago already, but the technology has been suppressed by some of the uh, large corporations because it would uh, cause them to uh, cause them to have a huge financial loss. Uh, if you think about it, if we if we uh, use water as an energy source, then the oil companies would have no business anymore, and the governments would lose a lot of uh, tax revenues from the oil corporation, uh, the oil companies. Um, and uh, but this group of ETs uh, has been trying to tell us that we need to start using hydrogen engines, otherwise our environment would take a huge uh, irreversible toll. Interesting. Was there one more point? Is that the fourth one? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the last one is that uh, it really uh, focuses uh, on the stories in the Bible because uh, it listed the five specific church councils in which the, they intentionally distorted the meanings of uh, the preachings of Jesus Christ. So this book is very interesting because it's very specific and people can do their own research to look at the facts and they will be astonished at their research if they really delve into that because a lot of the topics mentioned in the book match the new evidence that's coming out. And uh, for um, for the teachings of Jesus Christ, um, it's actually, he actually told us to focus on the spiritual aspect of our life. We need to look in, inside of ourselves for the kingdom of God is within you. And it actually teaches, teaches us how to do that is through uh, meditation and concentration or by prayers uh, in a sense because it's also a form of meditation if you really think about that and um, and that's actually um, something that people should uh, look into that when a person prays or a person meditates um, they're actually communicating with their higher self a uh, higher self is actually uh, is is a very interesting uh, concept or a very interesting fact within the book. Uh, we have our physical body. We also have our spiritual body, which is also called the astral body. It's made of uh, electrons, and the astral the the astral body or the spiritual body connects with our higher higher self uh, through the uh, cerebral canal, which is this portion of our brain. Um, and uh, when we meditate or when we pray, so it they communicate and send or pass information to each other, and it would direct us to the purpose or or the future directions of our life. Of our life, it can also help us to solve our immediate challenges and giving us directions or answers. This is one way to communicate. The other way to communicate with our higher self. Is to uh, is to have a good uh, sleep um, because uh, night brings counsel. When a person sleeps, um, one can communicate with a higher self through dreams. Uh, this has been uh, talked about uh, by a lot of people and documented uh, as well. So, 
our higher self directs us or helps us to solve life challenges if we if we concentrate um, on specific issues. What I find interesting is that we have to get into a certain state of mind uh, of meditation and then think about um, ask for help in a positive way. For example, if I really want to have um, a beautiful wife, I would imagine what my ideal wife to be look like. And then I would think about that and request that uh, she to request her to, to be present with me. Um, and, and I think uh, that's actually a very effective way of uh, achieving or resolving certain uh, immediate issues. Um, and I, I can testify to that personally because uh, in, in my personal life, I, um, when I was young, I had a lot of uh, wishes and so far, um, they have all been come true. Oh, that's, do you have a beautiful wife? I do, I do. She's oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost focusing on imagining it to be there in some sense. Yes. yes. Our desires. Yes. That's and, like, and, yeah. Yes. And I really do think that uh, when you think, you will have it. Um, but you really, uh, technically speaking, you have to think about it in a certain way, in order, in a positive way, in order, in order to achieve the goal. And also, what Michel de Marquet or Michael de Marquet also mentions is that the higher self gives the answers only when it's helpful to you to grow spiritually. So when you pray or when you want to have uh, one trillion dollars or win the lottery. If it helps you to grow spiritually, then you're going to get it. If it doesn't, then uh, you probably won't get an answer or result. I've got one more question for you. You did mention it before about the Theobians being able to see in the future up to maximum 100 years. Does that mean the future is set? Well, in a way, yes. In a way, no. Uh, when we preview preview our lives before we we uh, we born we are born uh, we get to look at certain key points key turning points in our lives and then we decide whether to take it or not to take it um, so in that sense certain aspects of the life is fixed but we also have a free will um, so it's like uh, us looking at the ants on the ground so we can see what's ahead of the ants uh, walking uh, towards a certain direction. Uh, but the ants also have their own free will of making a left turn or right turn to prevent um, from like um, hitting like a stone or, or, or river. So it's really up to the ants or up to us to decide which path to take in our lives. So we have our own free will we have our own um, uh, like uh, destination and, and it's really up to our um, uh, our actions. Gosh, Samuel, you, I, I love you. You're so sweet and I've asked so many questions. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you'd like to share with the Passion Harvest audience? Uh, yes, uh, some people can see... Um, 
aurans or human energy fields. And I think that's a very important uh, skill because in this book, it emphasizes the importance of uh, being able to see uh, auras and uh, human energy fields because they affect our physical body. So for example, when a person uh, has uh, certain issues in, in, in their liver, uh, the energy field around the liver would show uh, a certain abnormalities, abnormalities uh, much faster, much earlier than the physical or the physiological aspect of the liver. So it's actually a warning signal uh, for certain illness. So if a person can see auras or human energy fields, then that person would be able to foretell a lot of the uh, physical illness or uh, a lot of other things uh, of that person. So I think uh, that's a very interesting fact. And I'm in fact actually trying to develop uh, aura camera. And uh, if uh, anyone who can see auras uh, have this kind of skill or talent or gift, uh, please contact me because uh, I need more data in order to come up with an algorithm. Um, yes. And there's uh, one more thing. I know a lot of people uh, are into astrology. And uh, in this book, Michelle asked uh, Tao or the Theobans about astrology. And the uh, Theobans didn't respond. But in another book written by uh, Michel de Marquet named uh, titled uh, Nature's Revenge, he uh, explained what astrology uh, is actually uh, is actually about. Astrology works in a certain way because um, um, there are patterns that uh, in the universe. Uh, and they're not necessarily dependent or um, changed or affected or influenced by the planets. Uh, they're just patterns of the universe. They happen to coincide with the, uh, the locations of the planets. That's why people tend to believe that certain um, people with a certain astrological sign have certain aspects or certain characteristics. And the way that um, certain people have similar aspects uh, is because of the electrons. Uh, it mentions about uh, that when we die, 81% of, we, we have the uh, astral body, which is made of electrons. So when we die, the 81% of the astral body or, or the electrons of the astral body um, goes back to the higher self. And then the 19% of the electrons um, flows around in nature until that person reincarnates. So what the uh, the planets or the the patterns affect um, is the 19% of electrons that flows around in nature until one is uh, reincarnated. So that's why um, some like astrology predictions have certain kind of uh, validity. And, and there's an explanation on that. That's the effects of the uh, electrons. Um, that have certain kind of uh, patterns because um, at a certain point in time, the electrons 
would have certain aspects or certain characteristics that would affect the person who would be born in, in his or her next life. And also, I mean, not always, but with astrology, they talk about the month that you're born, how it affects a personality. Yes. Or in Chinese astrology, there's the animals. Is that is that in relation to what you're talking about as well? Yes. Uh, for a certain month, the electrons would have certain characteristics that would, would affect the personalities of a person uh, or a certain specific date. So when people who are born at a specific location or at a at the same location or same time would have um, similar characteristics characteristics or certain similar uh, personalities, but only to a certain extent because it only affects the nineteen percent of electrons, right. not not the entire hundred percent that joins again with the other percentage that's returned. Exactly. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Thanks for explaining that. Well, Samuel, it's been such a delight to have you on Passion Harvest. What a wealth of information, and, and, and you're so passionate about all of this. I love it. Thank you so much for having me here. It was a pleasure. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening, and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, and spread the passion. As always, Every day, may you be more and more passionate.